Welcome to Slice of B.I., where we take quick hot takes on the news whenever we feel like it. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is my co-host, uh, Borge. at your service. Yes, that that recurve bola. So, kalo ko may kalo mo meron na. Actually, we have just took a quick break out of our hiatus, a break from our break, just to you know try and condense and you know decompress from a busy, busy news week we had last week. You know, uh, a lot of things happened last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, uh, Too many things. Yeah, you Very political. The... Yeah, you had the candidates filing their candidacies and you have surprise candidates popping out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, this price <clears throat> is not about that necessarily. But yep. we're gonna, another big thing that happened to the, for our country is uh, the first Filipino laureate uh, to be given a Nobel Prize is Maria Ressa, the founder yeah. of Rappler. Yeah. Yep, and yep, she yep. has been particularly... Well, what did you... Well, what did she do exactly for the country? Uh, again, uh, <laughs> she, well, first and foremost, she founded Rappler. She's a relatively mm-hmm. independent uh, news body. It's not, not mm-hmm. really part of the uh, mainstream mass media. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, Mario Reza suffered <laughs> repression from the government for the past few years. Oh, yeah. I guess because she was one of the toughest critics facing the Duterte administration. So mm-hmm. I think she won the Nobel Prize uh, for mm-hmm. defending, first and foremost, human rights and free speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's a big deal because the Nobel Prize is normally reserved for like the top scientists and the th- like the great inventors, mm. and of course sometimes it's like the great works of literature, like uh, the great authors like Thomas Mann or even musicians like Bob Dylan. You know, which yeah. to be honest, it, his music mm. is you know hit and miss. I mean, you love all along the Watchtower and yep. uh, like a Rolling Stone, but you know, I mean. He's not for everyone, you know. But mm. here's the thing: um, the Nobel. This is not just a, any Nobel Prize. In fact, this is different a category. It's the, there's a Nobel Science Award, and there's yeah. a Nobel uh, Prize in Literature, and this one is the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, mm. Nobel Peace Prize. What's normally the uh, criteria for getting a Nobel Peace Prize? You know, okay. is that a big deal? Saying yeah, yeah. being a scientist. The thing is, uh, again, the the Nobel Peace Prize came out of, uh, of course, the efforts of Alfred Nobel, the uh, inventor of the dynamite. So when Mm -hmm. he realized that his dynamite is imminently political or politicized, basically Mm -hmm. being thrown at other people. (laughs) So he established the the Peace Prize to, uh, for the sake of humanitarian values, that's the first Mm -hmm. set of values, I think, during the earlier Peace Prizes. But eventually, as we can look at the uh, list of a Peace Prize mm-hmm. awardees through time, uh, mm-hmm. it became the embodiment of uh, liberal values. So liberal values. Mm-hmm. So you have the likes of, uh, well, of course, the same humanitarian purpose as well. So it was given to several organizations. So that's another thing that we mm-hmm. can take into account. It was given to the Red right. Cross. UNICEF, I think, received a Nobel Peace, mm-hmm. uh, Nobel Peace Prize back in 1965. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also given to liberal, uh, champions of liberal mm-hmm. uh, values. You have Martin Luther King Jr. be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny thing is that it's being usually awarded by Switzerland. Remember, right? Like, no, 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 Norway, Norway, oh, no, no. Norway, Norway. Norway. Oh, right. Nor- oh, well, Norway. Well, Norway, like most Scandinavian provinces, are more neutral than other countries. Am I right in saying that? You know, Norwegians. Uh, more neutral. 
Well, they have their own share of being involved in European politics. I mean, Norway sure. was under the Nazis first and foremost. So mm-hmm. I think that right. I think by being under the Nazis, I think that more or less dro- drove the direction of the Nobel Peace Prize towards mm-hmm. more liberal ideas. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I believe there was well the thing about the Nobel Peace Prize is that I think we discussed this. Uh, well, if you, it's different the science prize because there are standards in science mm-hmm. and. In literature, the same thing. You know, there's usually a set of criteria. You know, that, mm. like you have to produce great works of literature. For the Nobel Peace Prize, it's different because weird thing is that President Barack Obama, you know, was barely into a year into his office, and he was offered the Nobel Peace Prize, being mm. the first African American person to win uh, White House. You know, as president. So mm. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit premature, but you know, it's more of a symbolic victory. So the Peace Prize seems to be the most political prize, uh, uh, yeah, compared to the others. Yeah, it, and it's like this. explicitly liberal, as you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the weird thing is that this uh, Maria Ressa is not the first Filipino to have been at the very least nominated. In fact, you have at least. Well, there's two Filipinos who were a part of the Abolish Nuclear Weapons group. You know, they're mm. part of an organization that tried to abolish nuclear weapons. Jasmine Galatze and Loretta mm. Castro. And you have, of course, the prohibition of chem- chemical weapons. They're composed mm. of 10 Filipinos led by mm. Franz Ontal. We'll send a link mm. uh, on, about that. But they're definitely... Yeah, they're, and then F- Father Jet of Ateneo was mm. part of an intergovernmental panel of climate change. In 2007, he was nominated. You know, he was mm. an environmental scientist part of the panel. So, yeah, but he didn't manage to win, but Maria Ressa did. And so the question is, you know, given the political nature of this mm. award, I mean, granted, it means a lot to a specific kind of politics or specific people, you know, like liberals, mm. uh, those who are for peace, globalization, and li- yeah, liberalism, democracy. Mm. Do you think that Maria Ressa deserved this award? Granted that there are a lot of people who believe that she doesn't. You know, well, uh, our own uh, government who has been silent, and of course, uh, our <laughs> washed up. Well, our national artist, yeah, Jose won the literature prize, so but yeah, he also <laughs> responded to Maria Reza's award. But does, does Maria Reza hmm. uh, deserve this one again? Uh, it's the, the peace prize is basically virtue signaling, especially hmm. during times of crisis or after right. times of crisis. So mm-hmm. as of now, I think the committee probably saw again the the democratization, the liberalization, the breakdown of liberal institutions in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And again, Maria Reza also won this along with the Russian journalists. Just just to take into mm-hmm. account, so uh, Dmitry Muratov, uh, journalist mm-hmm. now in Russia. So uh, their citation is for their efforts to safeguard freedom of expression, which is pre- right. precondition for democracy and lasting peace. Again, a liberal value. Mm-hmm. Right. So she deserved this one. I think uh, the Times, uh, mm-hmm. the Nobel Prize Committee re- responding to the Times. Yeah, you know, as far as mm-hmm. liberals are concerned, she deserves it. You know, she, she, she deserves mm-hmm. it. Uh, right. is, it a, is, is it a thoroughly objective uh, award? No, not necessarily. You know, they, mm-hmm. This awards, you know, the, the notion of awarding itself is not supposed to mm-hmm. be objective. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. supposed to advance a specific value. So mm-hmm. for the, for this time, the, the value is liberalism. Mm-hmm. So liberal values in the face of author, authoritarian regimes. So 1993, you have Nelson Mandela and <clears throat> Frederick Willem de Klerk winning together for mm-hmm. their work on the apartheid regime, so the breakdown of the apartheid mm-hmm. regime in South Africa. Next mm-hmm. year, Yasser Arafat and Yisafar bin 
wanted for ensuring peace in the Middle East. So again, mm-hmm. virtue signaling, it's fine. It's part of the nation, uh, mm-hmm. the na- nature of awards. You don't award mm-hmm. anything for the sake of anything. So <laughs> there's supposed mm-hmm. to be specific set of values. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, there, yeah, the common the common criticism that it is the Lawan. Well, let's just say that, of <laughs> course, it, granted, it is meant for people who espouse liberal values, but not everyone in the liberal party are, is as liberal as Maria Reza to the extent that some are just partisan politicians. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, in, in that case, uh, while she does serve a political agenda, that agenda is not limited to certain elite interests but also in general you know admittedly uh, mm. is, is, she, is she perfect probably not you know at the same time clearly she managed to get caught you know several times she was jailed Rappler was almost closed a few times mm. you know um, but it's still standing and while Rappler is uh, well uh, how do I say this uh, hit and miss in a bit you know I mean they try to be objective they're mm. a alternative media source compared to the established ABS-CBN, but since ABS-CBN has mm. been crippled because of the end of their franchise, Rappler mm. has been the main bastion of uh, liberal news. Mm. But it is what it is. And it has given people hope. You know, a lot, yeah. There's a lot of traffic with, yeah. uh, with what Rappler has done. Mm. Uh, it, it may not be outright completely objective, but it's quality generate uh, like uh, journalism that we have mm. right now. You know, so, I, I think and, you know, the, mm. it's just an addition. I think uh, the Nobel Prize Committee should have awarded the Peace Prize mm-hmm. to Raptor itself. Mm, as an organization. Yeah, as an organization. Well, <clears throat> I think that would have been well, better. That, well, that has another set of problems because are you saying that everyone who writes for Raptor deserves the award? Well, no, no, you're, 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 I mean, it's, you're awarding, it's only been around. You're awarding yeah. the organization. It's only been around for a few years. Well, true, but uh, Maria Ressa has a much longer career. In fact, she... Well, she had involvement, I believe, in well, ABS-CBN, even in during, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in political revolts in Indonesia. So she has a long career in, uh, well, pro-democratic, you know, journalism. So far longer than before she founded Rappler. So I suppose that deserves a bit more. Whereas if you give it Rappler, then I think they'll even be louder because Rappler uh, has, well, it has been... <clears throat> done a lot for these past few years it has been only a few years so that's where i it's not it's a bit more it's possible it's plausible but it there would be more problems because are we saying that every single columnist on raptor is worthy of being a nobel laureate you know like i know again, again you're, you're, like, or, your views there it's like you're, eh, you're, you're organizing you're, you know? you're awarding it as a platform not the people in sure it. Uh, I, well, I don't know. I mean, the way that they can, how you say, people can say, well, if you're writing for Rappler, you could be like, ah, I'm part of the Nobel laureate Rappler. So it's, it's how you say, it's a bit dangerous. So it's a bit, at the very least, uh, it's a bit less ambiguous when it comes to like one individual who whose contributions span beyond Rappler. Or, Hence, it, yeah, it reflects a distrust towards the entire society of the Philippines. <laughs> that such an, organization, such an organization can be infiltrated by non-liberal entities since it does not deserve any award. So mm-hmm. that, That's why. That, I mean, that's why even... That's what the, well, if you notice, most of the other... Most of the other Philippine nominees were organizations, and yet they didn't win. I don't know why. But with regards to individuals, there's something probably less risky about an individual being yeah. awarded because there, there are some or- members that might not deserve it, so they're very careful. Some are more deserving than others. 
See, even the same individual, even individuals are questionable. I mean, come on, Theodore Roosevelt sure. won the damn thing simply because mm-hmm. he mediated the peace between the Russo-Japanese War. Then again, mm-hmm. we know Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He invented the teddy bear. No, I don't know. <laughs> but he was the basis of the teddy bear. And uh, so that's Mary Odessa. Congratulations, Mary Odessa. Mm. Uh, that was a great victory for the Philippines. You know, you make your country proud, not just for liberal Filipinos, but liberal Filipinos in general. Mm. Next, uh, the special. That's the first slice. For the second, buy one, take one special, you know, the second slice uh, is a bit more sober. We have the death of Chito Gascon, mm. who was serving as the commissioner for human rights and mm. who has a particular, of course, critic of Duterte. So while one critic of Duterte was awarded for her contributions to journalism, one recently, well, of course, passed away, uh, despite being, of course, uh, in the commission of human rights, which is mm. uh, uh, part constitutionally mandated to maintain human rights. You know, at, at one point, Duterte administration, well, in particular, uh, Pantaleon Alvarez, Reduced their like their budget to a thousand, you know, mm. and uh, and of course, which hard, but he fought through. He continued to speak against the uh, the regime uh, despite being hammered by the regime as well. So mm. and now eventually he succumbed not only to his well to COVID nineteen itself, which we have all been fighting in one form or another, mm. but also I suppose his. Mm. You have anything to say with regards to this particular individual? You know, well, uh, uh, Chito Gascon. Uh, <clears throat> Sir Gascon is of course a great loss to the liberal sectors of our society. Mm. So uh, I briefly worked with him. Again, he also worked in the DLSU as part time faculty. So well, we we engaged during departmental meetings, and again, you see. The embodiment of one type of charisma that is unassuming yet captures right. everyone in the room. So, mm-hmm. and again, he his conviction regarding the value of liberal thought in uh, the mm-hmm. progress of our country is, of course, unquestionable. Uh, again, he fought against uh, the government abuses of human rights. Mm-hmm. So, since EJK or judicial killings, extrajudicial killings, or let's just say killings. I don't want to call it extrajudicial; mm-hmm. just basic killings uh, yeah. have been perpetuated <clears throat> by many government. Uh, police forces. So, right. Well, uh, the fight was. Uh, uh, I'll be realistic. So it was not a successful fight since the regime is still intact mm-hmm. and the abuses right. are still there. But he fought a good fight. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we have one pillar of uh, Philippine liberalism passing away, and we have another one mm-hmm. being awarded. So, what mm-hmm. does it say about the future of liberalism in the Philippines? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, God giveth, God taketh away. <laughs> That's one way of putting it, you know, mm-hmm. balancing out. But it's it's very sad, actually. Like, you can't be too happy, you know. But um, one thing is that beyond, of course, his time as the Commission of Human, uh, Commission of Human Rights, he was also, of course, an active student government, you know, the student president, I believe, in his time in UP. And my dad actually remembered him as student leader. Uh, and also he as a lawyer, you know, I think he was a young lawyer. He was even a one of the youngest um, framers of the constitution. He helped mm-hmm. write the 1987 constitution we currently have now. So technically, whatever he says is authoritative. <laughs> and like what you said, he does have a, a certain kind of charisma. Like I remember my time as an intern for the Ateneo School of Government. Um, he, the, the roundtable discussion had like big wigs, you know, like secretaries mm. and associate secretaries of, well, the associate commissioners of the Comelec, mm. of political parties, you know, organizers and big 
uh, people, NGOs, political analysts. Mm-hmm. And then you have this guy, Anasuma, who just comes in you know, late. And then all of a sudden, when he starts speaking, everyone is silent and everyone listens. So he captures the room. And it's like, who is that guy? It's like, oh, he was one of the youngest framers of the Constitution. So mm-hmm. he was one of the hands that wrote the Constitution. Like, wow, it's this guy. And the weird thing is that definitely he had the habit after the event, he had the habit of like, giving cards. So my only interaction was I shook his hand, got his business card. And uh, that's just around like 2011. So that's around like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And then... Fast forward to 2015, when I first started teaching at Telasal. Uh, of course, wala pa kung puesto, wala pa kung upuan sa pusina uh, natin. I don't, I didn't have a, a place in the yes. office yet. And that is like uh, our secretary at the verse said, "Ah, dito ko lang, boss. Like, like just stay here." It's like, ah, so may gamit pa dito. There's still stuff. Who kanino bata? It's like, ah, kay Sir Chito Gascon. Like, ah, Sir Chito Gascon. <laughs> so in a way, uh, I, I inherited his. Spot, you know, in the, our office in DLSU, it's like it's it's kind of mm-hmm. spooky the way his presence is in in my life. And speaking of not only that, I also inherited one of his classes, cinema and politics, because I remember in that office he had there were some DVDs uh, which he used to mm-hmm. teach cinema and politics. So I hope to bring give that course justice. So yeah, and so it's it's a very lot of things, and yet people uh, make fun of his death. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but the weird thing is that um, one of his last words is he um, like of course he, he, I think he knew he was very sick he said uh, when I'm done here please bring me home so that someone else who needs it more than me can use it you know so that's like wow uh, and I think a lot of people especially in the civil society uh, mm. describe them as a living saint almost so yeah I mean uh, be careful not, not yeah like no we, we, uh, we would not worship and that's one thing. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that the, he's I, worth I, at the very least remembering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no love lost for liberalism in the Philippines, so <laughs> we we know that. But uh, Sir Chito's uh, passing away is, of course, a loss to citizenship here in our country. Mm-hmm. So, right. Uh, so yeah, there are uh, people who at, who speak of liberalism and people who teach it, people who read about it, and then there are those who live it. And he was one of the few people who lived it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, rest in peace, G- Sir Chito Gascon. So that was the slice. Mm. You know, one honored liberal, the other one passed away. So yeah. Uh, anything else? You know? Yeah, I think that, that's it. So we all right. In, we, and, we we need to inquire about the future of liberalism in the Philippines, given that mm-hmm. there's a change of guard to an extent. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, so so thank you for listening for this slice. Buy one, take one slice, and mm-hmm. we will resume. I know we kind of avoided it, you know, but. You know, talk, everyone, we were expecting us to talk about candidates and the actual virus for higher office, like president who will replace Rodrigo Duterte. Well, eventually we will be releasing our special file COC, filing of candidates <laughs> special. The Halloween special. <laughs> Halloween, uh, Halloween special, because it's kind of scary, you know. You'll never know what's going to happen. So, a lot of ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> so, yeah, vying for the position. Very weird set of characters. And there's a lot to say about it. And we hope we sent, uh, we hope this will, how you say, make palipas <laughs> or to tide you over. <laughs> but we we'll, may have other slices of PI. But hope you enjoyed this one. But until the next episode. Magandang gabi, mga PI.